Hello and welcome to episode one of Worlds Apart. My name's Grant Howitt and I'm joined as ever by my best friend in the whole world, Christopher Taylor. Hello. And we are here to do podcasts at you. Podcasts. Podcasts. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to do it softly, not violently. Oh, that would, that would, that would make for It would make for bad audio. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Worlds Apart is a world-building podcast where live on air, or as live on air, once I edit out all the mm and the thinking bits, we <laughs> we are going to generate a world for you. Uh, last time on episode zero, we did a new setting for Dungeons & Dragons, and we're going to do, we're going to do something similar this time, and see, uh, using the same system, if we can get something else uh, completely different for it. And as last time, we're going to use the same uh, big deck of mysterious words from Unbound, the Touchstones. The Touchstones? Yes, Sean Connery. <clears throat> the Touchstones. Uh, and if, if you turn to page 13 of your copy of Unbound, you'll see them there. Now, um, I, I tried generating these uh, off the air beforehand, but it wasn't anywhere near as much fun as having Chris and I argue about it. So we're going we're gonna to do it um, on air. Because that's so what the Chris, people want. They want bickering. They want bickering. They want confusion. I want you to start, and then I'll follow. Okay. The first card. And oh, nine also, of spades. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Before we start, sh- should say, we're taking Dungeons & Dragons, throwing the setting away from that, but using the rules. So we're going to try and tell a story using Dungeons & Dragons rules and build a setting around that. And as we move on, we're hoping to do things like other games, which are less generic. Yeah. Anyway, my apologies. Chris. The first card, card is... The Ten of Clubs. Ten of Clubs. Mm. Beasts. 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 I like that. That's fun. That's cl- I was going to drop my pencil. That's classic D&D. I'll write that down on my index card. My one is... Hybrids. Ooh. Island of mm. Dr. Moreau. Okay. Warwolves. Warwolves. Werewolves. <clears throat> uh, Warwolf. And the next is the Eight of Hearts. Eight of Hearts is mm, walls. Okay. Either sausages or ice cream. And finally, we have the dead. Beasts, hybrids, walls, and the dead. Well, you know what we've just made, don't you? Why? What have we made? Jurassic Park. Well... Yes. <laughs> However, <clears throat> not a bad thing. No. <laughs> okay, so what I'm feeling, I like the idea of these walls, right? Right. So how about it all takes place in like a cursed city? Okay. There, um, like, uh, there was uh, there was a city, and they had they had dark magics and and um, horrible. Um, wicked spells and um, debauched parties there, and eventually um, <clears throat> they uh, the land uh, they they started expanding into the land around them and doing things what 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 man not uh, is not meant to do, and the other armies uh, the, the other people around them came and just built a giant fucking wall around the city and, and blocked them in. I like that, right? Um, so it's you know fantasy setting, but it's been done in the real world <laughs> as well. Yes, so obviously political overtones. Political overtones, but I think there's something interesting to be had there. Now, <clears throat> we've got two options of what sort of what sort of tilt we put on this. Either you play people who are who are inhabitants of of, of, of this mad city, which starts folding in on itself, mm-hmm. or you play people who venture into the mad city. 
So, what if the wall is part of a quarantine zone? Yes. And the dead part is your standard zombie horror, and they've built the quarantine zone around it. Right. But the problem is the animals are burrowing and doing what animals do. Right. And they're getting around the wall. (laughs) Flying and stuff, I imagine. Yeah. Are they infected? Are they carriers? Yeah, so they're carriers. Okay. So you then got, outside the wall, you've got the fear of most animals in case they're infected. Hmm. That's interesting. And inside the wall, you've got zombie bears. (laughs) Because the bears won't be able to escape, but the pigeons will. Oh, so so I just want to put something forward here. Um, Is a zombie bear necessarily more frightening than a non-zombie bear? No, not necessarily, but it's still an issue. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm not really sure that... I like the idea of zombie dogs. Yeah. Zombie cats I can work with. I just think, like, if it's already a big dangerous thing, it's not super it's scary. It's just essentially it a rotten, dead. gross version of the normal one. <clears throat> that is kind of gross. Okay, so it was walled up. What's, what's the deal with these hybrids here? So, yeah, hybrids... What I'm viewing is a sort of um, Bioshock splicers sort of thing. Oh, genetic modification gone too far. Well, if we if we tap back into your island of Dr. Moreau um, idea that you said earlier, mm-hmm. that you, you, you almost threw it away, how about we go for this genetic splicing thing? Rather than having, say, zombies, we can work out what the dead are later, but we have um, the reason why this was closed off from the rest of the world, if, if they were doing horrible experiments and splicing their DNA with other... Well, splicing their... This is fantasy. Splicing their anima with... <laughs> um, with, with 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 other creatures, so you've got like half bear monsters, or you've got like something which is just eight bears stapled together, that uh, sort of thing. Yeah, or um, we've got D and D, so we've got a proper fantasy setting. Yeah. So then this is a way you can roll the dead in. What if they're um, forcibly binding totem animals? Oh, go on. Um, so they're so the way that they're splicing themselves is they're splicing yeah. themselves with the essence of the, of spirit bears. Oh, right, so they spice themselves with, like, Plato's bear, as it were. Yeah, yeah, the platonic ideal of bear. Yeah. So you've got a sort of... Father bear. Bizarre, scientific, shamanic culture. Oh, it's kind of interesting, because, like, it's, it's a bit like uh, having, like, uh, bound demons. Yeah, but it's but it's animal spirits they're using. Yeah, in the in that the bear doesn't want to be there. No. And it's, be, it's, it's being forced in and siphoned off. And then you've got this sort of... <clears throat> I'm getting kind of a carnival feel to it. Okay. Or like just 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 like imagine imagine um, a a a modern representation of a haunted carnival, not haunted like 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 a mad carnival, a haunted spooky carnival. Ooh. Don't go um, on the ghost train. <laughs> it's, the health and safety is very bad. You can't get on it. It's spectral. <laughs> you just fall right through. You um, you have kind of like that sort of like low orange gaslight and uh, or like uh, like red and yellow um, bulbs casting a light over everything, and, and everything's quite dark. And there's lots of masks and people done up in makeup, yeah. and it's kind it's kind kind of like the freak show element of the circus, and like the city sort of devolved more and more into that until you have these weirdo um, like I'm going to say it's a couple of generations down, and they've started passing their genes on to people, so it's. So, like, you'll get someone who's half human, quarter bear, quarter dog. Yep. Depending on who their parents were. That's good. <clears throat> you've got interesting, uh, like, different... You've got... The the scientific thing is really fascinating. And I really like the way that you, like, you'd you end up with... Um, 
like there'd still be centers of learning. Yeah. And like there'd have to be some semblance of order and control to keep these things ticking forward, but it's a very strange kind of control. So you take these and the dead, I think, is so it's an idea which we had ages ago. I think I, I, I it was either one of us had it ages ago for uh, the game Erebus, okay. written by Dan Bain. Uh, and I wanted to have half undead, yeah, like half ghosts. And the idea is that um, that you're that you're, you're there are su- there are two souls occupying the same physical form, and one of them is a ghost. Well, that makes a bunch of sense because if you're splicing spirit animals. You get spirits, don't you? Further down the line, like yeah. it's like the serial killer. First off, he kills a dog, yeah, and then he kills people. Well, in this yeah. case, you splice people. You splice a dog first, and then you splice people. Oh, that's fascinating. Oh, so like, oh man, I've got it. Here's why they built the fucking wall, right? They they stormed the capital city, and they took like like um, the the king's body from the tomb, right? Like 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 the absolute one true king, like King Arthur, great shit, right? Yeah. They capture him, drag his body back off, and then try and plug enough wires into him that they can channel that for power. Yep. His spirit, like like the spirit of the nation. That's perfect. Okay, alright, that's something. And so they've built the wall while they think about what the hell to do about this, because if it works, they're fucked. Yeah. Now, the wall is not perfect. No, because the wall that would be very is, dull. It would be, be, be very dull, and uh, also just because it's, you know, it's... Entropy happens in every system. Yep. And so um, around the borders, you get some people who are maybe hybrid but don't live in the city, or they've got like a touch of dog in them or something. <laughs> a smattering of raven. A smattering of raven, which is why the player characters come in. Yep. So we have these people, those are the player characters who need to go on adventures, are caught between these two worlds. There's 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 the, the, the nightmare circus inside, which maybe they escape from, or their parents escape from, because it's not fun in there. And there's the authoritarian um I'd say like almost anti science yeah. world on the outside. Who who would also not not rid it them? So they're caught in this hinterland, and they and like it's up to them. Like they can push deep into here and get out contraband and useful items and magic and shit. Well, maybe the people outside are proper druidic shamans. Oh, go on. Oh, right. Okay, um, that's fun. I was people... thinking. I was thinking religion. Oh no! See, I was thinking that because um, mm. the people in this city just never had the right bodies or the right spirits. For for, for for shamanism, so they couldn't use totem animals. They couldn't commune right. with nature the same. So they turned to science. Okay, what if it's elves? No, it's always elves. It's always elves. Sorry, it's not elves. Uh, I, but that, I, you elves know what? Can be I'm present. I'm feeling like I actually don't want too many non-human races in this. No, I'm not. I'm not feeling dwarves in this. No, it feels a very human thing. I think like. I'd I'd be tempted to have like instead of um, dwarf, you'd be um, pig blood, I guess. Wow. <clears throat> well, because pigs are short and stout. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it did sound like the like like the sort of racial insult you'd see subtitled in a Wolfenstein game, didn't it? Yes. Um. So, or like, or like, for instead of elves, you could have uh, rabbit blood. Yeah. Or elk. But blood. I'm not. I elk. Oh man, pro- like proper staghorns. Yep. Um, and like, I don't want to. I'm not thinking like an- anthropomorphized animal. Anthropomorphized, and I don't think human up, human up animals. <laughs> yep. I'm thinking more 
humans with slightly animal traits. Animistic, yeah. Um, so animalistic, I think. An- animalistic. That's the one. Animistic. Animistic means of the soul, I think. Yeah. Um, like Still. so, I, I'd be emulating um, the incredible uh, th- three point five spin-off Etherscope, <laughs> where you could play a human, an elf, or someone who had their DNA mixed with that of a horse or dog. A horse. Yeah, that's an odd choice. Big, big lads, long faces. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Etherscope um, the one that had drop hacking in? It, it had so um, Etherscope, and this this is this is not hugely relevant to discussion. But Etherscope has my favourite kind of hacking, which uh, it has a sort of mystical steampunk internet, and you can connect to it by you can connect to it by looking into a mirror, and uh, and like and like communing with the spirits that way, or by taking a load of drugs and passing out. So you sort of it's like you astrally project, but with a run up. Yeah, and I really like that as a system. That's a gorgeous idea. I'd love to try and get that in a game. We put it in in Unbound Cyberpunk, actually. Yeah, but yeah, um, sorry. We and also, drop hacking is where you your body goes limp. Yeah, you collapse and go unconscious, okay, yeah. and then you put your mind somewhere. I think you can do it in Shadowrun. Yeah, um, but that would require just me playing term, Shadowrun. I just thought that term might need a little explanation. It's fair. I think you did make it up. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um. I like the sound of this. So let's uh, so, so let's think about what classes we're limiting it to. Yeah. Because I, I don't want every class available. Let's go for six and let's pull up the class list, shall we? If I can remember where it is, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I think we're each going to pick three. Okay. And these... Uh, actually, no, you tell, tell you what. Rather than classes, because I think like, you could probably get away with a lot of classes in here. What I'd be interested in is, rather than having the races be elf, dwarf, we, tr- we, we work out what animal or what ghost they're spliced with. Yeah. Okay? So, uh, dwarf, I'm going to go for uh, boar or pig. That does make sense. We've already um, established elves are elk and rabbit. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, the, I, like, I like sort of like... Kind of like prey kin, as it were. Oh yeah, that's that that's that sort of like long, lithe, tall, on the lookout for predators, like that, 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 those, those long, powerful legs, but not but for running rather than for kicking. Yeah, although I Gnomes... mean, you can get a mighty kick off an elk. Oh, for sure, for sure, but that's not that's not their main priority. No, you know. No, I mean you you got to be facing away from your target to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, gnomes, I don't like. No, I mean, who does? But probably like mice, rats. Mice. I quite like mice. You get a sort of mice, uh, bizarre red wall thing going on. L- little mouse. You see, like, I think I might like gnomes better if they were half mouse, but like still swearing and smoking cigarettes all the time. Yeah, it's always <clears throat> I dig good. That. It's always good to have a surly, surly mouse. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, actually, mm, uh, halflings could be cat. Yeah. Cat traits. Guinea pig. What about? What about what about, uh, chinchilla? What about orcs? So orc. Now be careful here. <laughs> orc racial traits is is strength. Yes, primarily strength, constitution, and a general lack of book learning. Yeah, so there you can have bear. Hmm. Yeah, you you very rarely see them in libraries, don't you? Yeah, they're not they're not traditionally, you know. It doesn't seem like craggy. It doesn't seem craggy enough. That seems more dwarven. 
Yeah, I mean, I was going to say something like mountain oh. goat. Uh, what about lizard? Like Komodo dragons. Yeah. That I mean, works. that could be dragonborn, but I don't want dragonborn in the game. No, but like like monitor lizards, like the bigger, heavier lizards. Yes, big. Oh, crocodiles. Yes. That sort of thing. Oh, I like crocodiles um, as there. Because like, like you've still got that sort of scaly vibe. Yeah. Um, humans are hum- humans, and tieflings are goats. <laughs> for the horns. <clears throat> yeah, for the horns, and also for their cunning. Like and the weird eyes. And the ability to eat anything. So, yeah, I mean, that's why you always see tieflings at, um... Chewing on a fork. Or you can eat buffets. <laughs> <laughs> down, down in Chinatown. You'll never kick out there. I could do with an all-you-can-eat Chinese. Oh, man, it's never a good decision. It's always a good decision. No, it's always it's a bad, bad decision afterwards. No, listen, okay, listen. It costs as much money as a normal lunch... And then you eat too much bad food. I think I'd, I think I'd rather pay that much money and have nicer food. I don't, and I don't just mean like, of course, now I'm rolling in money with this wonderful Patreon dollar that's rolling in. It's more just like it's inevitably a disappointment. I don't know. I, I think there's something comforting about average Chinese food. Yeah, I will say that, and like, I like the way that it all tastes of like. I think it's sesame oil. Yeah. But everything just has that same sort of tang. I like that. It's the only place I'll, I'll ever eat prawn toast. Yeah, it's an odd thing, prawn toast, isn't it? I'll, I'll, I'll never think, well, you know what I fancy? A bit of prawn toast. <laughs> I'll never make it for myself, you know? I'll just crack out the uh, frying pan and go, right, here we go, prawn toast, yeah. everyone. Get excited. Just, just smash some prawns, thumb some prawns into the toast. I don't know how you make it. I don't know. <laughs> I assume that's how you do it. So you, yeah, you just sort of mash them in. Um... I would like to be a goat blood. That would be fun. I don't know. I, I like. I like the idea of being being bare blooded. We are sort of writing Trashkin again at this point. You might have. Well, noticed. no, because Trashkin is raccoons and other well, goats and wizards. But yeah, uh, I think there's, there's there's raccoons and and rats in that. Yeah, but, but like, you're I not going to be digging around in the rubbish heap, are you? No, except like in an allegorical way. Yeah. The rubbish heap of this civilization. So, what does the campaign look like? Well, you've got a few options. I think um, you've got one where you're going in to like rescue your family, like yep. like like to try and extract the other members of your family after you've got out. You've got members. What you, you you've got things where, um, let's say, for example, um, perhaps this mutation, this uh, this gene splicing, is spreading. Like it's it's an infection. Okay. Um, or like, or like, they did something scientifically, which means that, um, which means that the human race is now starting to evolve into these various different forms. And there's various suppressants and like medicine and shit, which only they make. Yeah. And so you might like, you might be approached by a wealthy um, duchess whose daughter has has come out half goat, and like they need they need some medicine for her. They need the cure for her. That, that works. You can also have the. The lust for power campaign, where you're trying to get more. Say again. The the, the lust for power campaign, where you're trying to get mm-hmm. more splices into you. That's interesting. So you, you get crossed. I, I can also think like if you like if rather than playing someone who's on who's on the outside, if you play groups of people on the inside, you get kind of a city of thieves vibe. Yeah. And everything's everything's um, super violent, and super crazy, and you're there trying to right. You know what? We're taking over. Um, we're all playing goats, 
and we're going to take over this part of the city. And I, and I can imagine having like quite a nice um, map which gets less coherent the closer you get to the centre. Yeah. It's just um, a whirling revel. Yeah. Uh, and like and, and and now like it doesn't have to make huge amounts of sense anymore. So there is a party all the time in certain parts of the of, of the city, and most of the people there are probably illusions. Like trying to draw a map of Carcosa. Yeah, precisely. Um, now, I mean, you've got other ideas where like you could have people who are completely unharmed or like not unharmed, unspliced going in and having um, like like in environment suits. Oh yeah, so they don't get they don't get part of the infection. They, they, they don't get the infection. They don't get exposed, and so you've got kind of like uh, like say clerics of civilization or like those druids you mentioned before in some sort of um, glass and silver environment suits, uh, rocking up and yeah. trying to extract something. I was trying to work out why you'd want to go into this nightmare realm. Well, maybe tourism. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe you're looking for the cure. That seems to be the... If you're coming in from the outside, mm. maybe it's like a humanitarian mission. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, this feels a bit... This feels like a cross between a zombie film and an anime. Yes, there is that. I get, I get the sensation that this would be an anime that ran for two seasons and I'd watch maybe the first four episodes. <laughs> Are you saying you don't like the setting? No, what I'm saying is the first episode of, of, of almost every anime is cracking. Because it's like, oh, what, what are the? And no, that, that is a vast oversimplification. My apologies, but you watch the first episode, you're like, wow, this is really cool. They're, like they're establishing all, all these new things. There's all these mysteries they're hinting at. I, wa- I wonder how this setting is going to be explored, right? Yeah. And I wonder how this is going to cause them problems at their new school. And then episodes two and three of I think every anime is them explaining the setting almost like in third person. Yeah, and then it's just Shinji getting the robot. Yeah, she's getting the fucking robot, Shinji. Jesus Christ. It's not hard, mate. You've been given a giant robot. Climb doesn't in. doesn't want to get in a giant robot. Climb into the giant version of your mum and hit things with buildings. I think it's his mum. I assume. His mum is a giant purple robot. Lovely. lovely well, lover. like like a robot. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway. <clears throat> um, I, think, I think one thing perhaps which we could look at as well is we, we were talking about splicing with the dead. Those could be the, for the want of a better word, the villains of the piece. Yes. So you've got you've got some necromancy there, and like none of the player characters are skeleton kin. No, they're not human binders. They're not soul binders. Like, they're spirit oh, binders. Chris, Chris. Oh, Grant, you've become you just, very old. Oh. You just you just keep binding ghosts to yourself. Just a chain of ghosts. That's like that's that if. If you've got a seventh level wizard, that's because someone's bound six wizards to himself. Yes, or that like, explains and, multi-classing. Well, like, but you could have multi-classing, but you could also have things like um, uh, I um, I want to learn the magical spell which this sorcerer uh, created many years ago. Now I can go and find his writings, or I can find his corpse, suck the soul out, and pin it to my neck. <laughs> that works. And then and then just just like just like. When I want to cast it, spectrally reach behind me and like and and tug the spirit out from behind me, yank it, and out then of his and brain. then and then he's like <clears throat> up behind me, and he's casting spells from getting multi attack and shit. Yeah, that, I mean that 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 would be fun to fight as well. I think like <clears throat> the final option you've got, like aside from a cure, is you're doing things like your let's let's say they let's say they had this big expansion and they stole all the, all of these artifacts um, from the world. 
to try and to try and like tap the spirit of the country. Yeah, you're you're playing groups of effectively mercenaries who are going back in there, to, who are going in there to get them back. Yeah, and I mean you can you can even have a treasure <clears throat> hunting campaign, like yeah. So we know where the entrance to this dungeon is. However, it is guarded by all these deadly traps that we don't understand. Yeah. So we need somebody who built it, and we need to bind their their brain to ours, <laughs> and then go through really the traps. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. I like that. Like like uh, like giving like also like giving the characters access to certain scientific if, like things which can let them do that. Like you can have one person soul in here at a time. Yeah. And so it's, it's like about finding it, it, the spirits it, 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 it and the bodies. It lets you of, Ouija board them. Yeah, about Ouija. finding the bodies and spirits Ouija. of of important people. Yeah, and stealing them. That's interesting. Oh man, like 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 a heist for someone's soul. Yeah, that's fun. Or like a heist for someone's soul in a city which doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. So you can steal their keys. So you can steal their car. Yeah. So you can steal their wife. Like, tell me, tell me the combination to this door. No, bang. <laughs> Bind them. One, four, two, four. Thank you. Okay, I'm just going to kill you with this Ouija board so it speeds things up. <laughs> yeah. If you can try and bleed on the combination, that'd be super. Cheers, mate. Yeah, save me a lot of time. And this this sounds interesting. I I I can see this doing quite well on Kickstarter. I can also see this having. I can, that's the thing. Like I can see this having uh, a bit more appeal to it than the uh, dwarves versus aliens one we did last time. Yeah, I think it's a bit more open ended. It's it's slightly less focused, but um, I really like the idea of taking the traditional fantasy races and making them a human X creature. Yeah, human plus creature. Uh, do you have anything else to add? No, I think that's it. Are there any classes you'd want to ban? Monk. Well, Monk goes without saying. I'd ban Druid as well. Yeah, because Druid's an outside I, thing. I think the Druid should be in charge. Yeah. Um, cleric seems important. I want to have clerics. Actually, like Ranger as fun. well. Oh, like anything woodland-based. It wants to be city. Any, anything, anything with an animal companion. Yeah, that that does cause some issues, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can see familiars still existing because they could just be spectral, uh, or, or like like homunculi. Yeah, but um, anything with an animal companion is is a bit of a problem in this setting. Warlocks are interesting. I'd like to be a warlock of science. Yeah, or like or like a warlock of the true king, and so you start drawing your power from them. That works. Yeah, okay, that's fun. Um, also, maybe Paladin. I'd, 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 if a player wanted to play Paladin, I'd, I'd have a, a big word with them about what they're doing. Give me a bloody good reason. Also, tone-wise, Bard. Yeah, just because Bard. Well, I guess it's, 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 it's kind of a party city they're going into, even if it's a horrible party, but just... diddly 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 It doesn't quite... diddly diddly diddle I've got a ghost... Something, Actually, come, come to think of it, there's that bit in 300 where that goat-headed man plays the pipe. There you are. There we are. If we, we, we've got precedent, we're fine. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Worlds Apart, episode one or two or whichever one it is. Um, if you have any, if, if you have any ideas for games you'd like us to reskin, please write in. Again, um, if, if if you've enjoyed this, this is something we're just we're just testing out, so we'd love to hear from you. Or if you have any other ideas for shows which you'd like us to to, to put out or try, please let us know. Um, we are on Twitter at HDF Podcast which is probably the easiest way to reach us. You can also, if you really like it, you can give us some money. 
you can go to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends and give us some cash uh, we're interested in, we'll have a look at re- restructuring the uh, rewards system so we can maybe like do this more frequently which I think would be fun yes but we should have a look into it <laughs> And finally, if you have if you have anything longer to send to us, please send us an email at heartydicefriends at gmail.com. Now, Chris, we don't really have a way to end these podcasts yet. Um, bye? No, that's, we, 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 need, we need like an outro. It doesn't use the music. How about just a little awkward silence and the podcast stops? Oh, I like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah.